This is Diapers and Disciples, Minisode. On Diapers and Disciples, we're talking about living out the Great Commission as a mom. I'm Amber O'Hearn, and today's episode, I'm sharing a little bit about my personal prayer life. I hope you find it helpful, and thanks so much for listening in. Hi friends, I hope you are all doing well. We have had a bit of a crazy week. As many of you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, we have been praying for a house for about a year since we made a move from Minnesota to Ohio. And because of some self-employment guidelines, we didn't qualify for buying a house right away. So we needed to wait uh, for a certain amount of time to pass before we even qualified for a mortgage. We are at that point now and uh, we found a house that we loved and put it in an offer and we were supposed to be closing today. So I actually canceled my podcast interviews for the day and then we found out we're actually going to have to push back the closing. So God's will in that. And a podcast that I have been wanting to do has been to talk about my personal prayer life and uh, what has worked for me in terms of prayer life as a mom. So I thought today would be a good day to do that since I've canceled all my other interviews for the day. And uh, I thought I would just do a little mini-sode for you about mom prayer life. So first of all, I am not an expert by any means. I uh, do love praying most of the time, and I love talking to other moms about prayer. If you've listened to any of the (laughs) the past episodes, uh, you know that I uh, just love asking what works for other moms as well. So I wanted to share what works for me, and maybe just a few tips and things that I've heard from other moms as well. I actually did a video recording of this for a mom's group that I'm in, but the video recording was kind of funny because my kids kept popping in and I ended up having to record it in parts. So I thought I would just re-record all the audio (laughs) so we have it in podcast form as well. So before motherhood, I'd pray, you know, 15 to 20 minutes in the morning and Uh, 20 to 30 minutes at lunch. I worked at a Catholic church that had Eucharistic adoration, a chapel, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So during my lunchtime, I would just go and sit in the adoration chapel and take some prayer time with Jesus during my lunch as well, which was amazing. And then on weekends, my husband and I would pray Lexio Divina together, or uh, Liturgy of the Hours, and we just had a lot of time to really just dive into scripture, and it was just a nice, relaxing morning, and sometimes my husband would bring out the guitar, and we'd um, sing a little bit as well. So when my first child was born, uh, she didn't sleep very well, and she was fussy when she was awake, (laughs) and I was so exhausted just from getting up with her a lot throughout the night that praying in the morning just wasn't really an option. (laughs) And I was having trouble finding time to pray during the day uh, because she needed a lot of attention during the day as well. And so I found that I kept waiting for the ideal circumstances. And what ended up happening is 
that I wasn't praying because I kept waiting for the ideal circumstances where I'd have, you know, 30 minutes of quiet time to myself and those circumstances weren't coming. So eventually what I realized is that I might not ever have ideal circumstances <laughs> and uh, that's okay. So you have to work with where you're at right now and what your family life is like right now. And sometimes, honestly, for me, it looks like this has been the case a couple times where it's just closing the door to my kid's room and having the kids run around crazy and I'm in there with them sitting on the bed with my Bible and just taking prayer time and the room gets crazy and it's a little loud, <laughs> but I'm able to get that prayer time in, uh, which is important and essential. We need that as moms. Uh, which leads me to the most important thing about prayer is that we do it, <laughs> is that we take that time with Jesus uh, every day. So in First Thessalonians, Paul says to pray at all times or to pray without ceasing. And I think sometimes we can use this as a catch-all or even maybe an excuse <laughs> that, oh, I haven't prayed yet today, but I've prayed at all times, or I've prayed throughout the day, which is wonderful, and we need to do that, pray throughout the day. But the Catechism of the Catholic Church says that we cannot pray at all times if we do not pray at specific times. And I love that. <laughs> and that's why we need personal prayer, is because it's hard to remember the Lord throughout the day, remember to pray throughout the day, if we haven't set a time specifically for Him. So that's why personal prayer life is important for anyone, but most especially important for us as moms. So what is prayer? The Catechism of the Catholic Church says it's two things. It's first a gift and second a response. So it's a gift of grace and then it's a determined response on our part. It's a time to connect with God, to give, and also to receive. And it goes on to say that prayer is a vital necessity because prayer and the Christian life are inseparable. So back to the most important thing is that we do it. <laughs> so we have to have a plan. So when you have a moment to pray, you're ready. For example, if the kids fall asleep in the car or miraculously there's a calm lunch or during bath time um, and your kids are you know able to sit up on their own and you're able to sit in the bathroom with them and pull out your bible so it's good to have a plan so that when you have those moments you know what you're doing for your prayer time and it's not just you know bible bingo where you're just opening up your bible which it, you know is fine sometimes but it's good to have a plan so that we're not spending time trying to figure out what we're doing in those moments so making a plan have a specific time that you shoot for so for me i try and do it at breakfast i know um you know i'm at i'm at the point now where i can probably start getting up a little bit before my kids because they are doing a lot better at night. They still get up throughout the night, but not quite as much as when they were infants. So for me, what I do right now is I shoot for taking my personal prayer time at breakfast with the kids. And then if I don't get it, then I do it during their 
nap time slash quiet time. But maybe you want to shoot for breakfast or lunch or nap time or bath time, or maybe what works best for you is after the kids go to bed. And that's great too. Uh, like I said, it doesn't, it's not always ideal. And sometimes it's crazy and I don't, I'm not able to do my prayer at breakfast or nap time. And then it's one of those crazy moments where I'm doing it in the room with the kids. And I will say that I fail all the time and uh, his mercies are new every morning. So you just try again the next day. <laughs> and, um, and that's what, that's, that's great. So the next part of making a plan is the what. Uh, what are you going to be doing to connect with God? Are you going to be sitting with uh, scripture, maybe a certain book of the Bible, or maybe with uh, the daily mass readings? Maybe you like to pl- pray liturgy of the hours, maybe morning prayer, maybe there's a spiritual book that you're reading, maybe you're doing a particular Bible study or a plan, and there's lots of resources out there. I know um, Blessed Is She, uh, they send out daily mass readings and a reflection, um, so you know you have it in your email every day. There's also a group called She Reads Truth, which I'd say is like a Protestant version of Blessed Is She, and they have some awesome Bible study plans. I am doing their plan on Exodus right now, and I just did one on Joshua a couple months ago, which has been great because I've been wanting to get into the Old Testament a little bit more, and um, they have, you know, month plans or, you know, 40-day plans or whatever it is, uh, based on however long the the book is that you're going through, the certain book of scripture. And what I love about those is they also have, so as you're reading through it, they have readings from, say, like the Psalms and, you know, from the New Testament as well to kind of go with the book that you're working through. And so it gives you some context for that particular book in the Old Testament, which is wonderful. Then I just wanted to end with some tips for prayer life as a mom. My first tip is uh, having a physical Bible versus having the Bible on your phone. It's great having a Bible app on your phone, or maybe, uh, as I mentioned before, you get the daily readings sent to your email and you have it on your phone. But when you're with your kids and you pull out your phone, they they don't know that <laughs> that you've just pulled out the Bi- they don't know that you've just pulled out the bible app on your phone they just see you on your phone but when you pull out your bible and your kids are around you're able to explain a little bit better what you're doing and they act differently as well you know my kids know my daughter especially who's almost 4 knows when i have my bible out that i'm spending time talking to jesus and she's at the point now where you know, she doesn't nap, but she does take some quiet time in her room while my son is napping. So maybe 20 minutes of quiet time in her room. And then after that, after she, after she's done, you know, reading her books in her room for 20 minutes, then I'll come in and get her and she'll sit with me on the couch and take a little bit of prayer time with me on the couch or just sit with me quietly while she's reading um, her books and sees that I'm reading um, the scripture. And it's important for our kids to see us reading the Bible um, so that they know that that's normal and that it's important that we're doing that. Okay, my second tip for prayer life as a mom is 
that you keep your Bible or your prayer book with you. So having um, your prayer book or your Bible in your purse, or maybe this is even when you'd want the phone app, because when the kids fall asleep in the car, when you're out running errands, what I do <laughs> is I pull through the drive through of a coffee shop, I grab a coffee, and then I drive back to the house, I sit in you know, the driveway or maybe in the parking lot somewhere, and I will drink my coffee and take my prayer time in the car <laughs> because it happens, you know, they fall asleep in the car, even though that's not ideal sometimes. And um, I just take advantage of that time when that happens. So second tip is keep your prayer book or your Bible with you. My third tip is when you feel like reaching for your phone, ask yourself first, have I prayed yet? And oh, this gets me all the time <laughs> because especially in the mornings, it's so easy to just grab your phone and check social media or your email. But I've tried to get into the habit of instead of grabbing my phone first thing, grab my Bible and open that. This has actually also helped with being able to read more. So for example, you know, I've taken my prayer time throughout the day and then, you know, my kids are in the bath I'm and sitting in the bathroom with them and they're, you know, playing in the bathtub. I will just grab a book that I'm reading, you know, a fun fiction book. And so I've actually been able to read a lot more as well when I think about, oh, do I want to reach for my phone right now or should I just <laughs> reach for a book? My next one is podcasts. There are a lot of podcasts that help you to pray when you're on the go or when you're doing dishes. You can get the daily mass readings. Um, if you're Catholic, there's some uh, rosary podcast options and there's a lot of homilies or sermons that are podcasts that you can listen to. And I can link to some of those in the show notes for this episode. And then my next tip is uh, something called a kitchen rosary. Um, for those of you that pray the rosary or that would be interested in learning more about it, it is, I made mine, you can buy them online. I think there's a few Etsy shops that sell them, but mine I made just with a $3 little mini chalkboard from the Target, you know, dollar section. And I strung three lines of wire across the chalkboard which you could do with, you know, with string. And I just use thumbtacks to stick those in. Then, so the first wire will have 10 beads. And then the second wire, the middle wire, you would have five beads. And then the bottom wire, you have um, one bead, three beads of a different color. Oh, sorry. You have a crucifix, one bead, and three beads of a different color. And so basically it's called a kitchen rosary. And the idea behind it is when you're working in the kitchen, doing dishes or prepping dinner, you can pray the rosary throughout the day and you just slide the beads along the wire as you pray the different prayers. And, um, my my kitchen rosary is in a box right now, but when we move into our new house, I'll take a picture of it so I can include that in the show notes as well in case you'd be interested in making one. And I found when I had that out, I was more likely to pray a rosary throughout the day because I was able to keep track of it. Okay, and then my last mom tip for you for prayer life is asking yourself what appeals to you. So for example, if having colored pencils out with your Bible and being able to underline 
and you know highlight different themes with colored pencils if that's appealing to you then get out your colored pencils or if hand lettering is appealing to you or you know modern calligraphy and you love doing that like in your journal or along the edges of your bible i know there's some great bible journaling bibles <laughs> i guess that's what you call them journaling bibles out there um, and i can link to some of those in the show notes as well and if that appeals to you, you know, make that a prayer practice. Or for me, you know, when I have my favorite coffee cup, it's like, okay, I've got my coffee. <laughs> I can sit down on the couch and um, I'm ready to go with my prayer prayer time. Journaling doesn't especially appeal, appeal to me. I'd love to get back into that. But if journaling appeals to you, then have a nice journal that you're excited to journal in. A few other side notes, intercessory prayer throughout the day. We touched on this at the beginning with uh, praying throughout the day or praying without ceasing is an amazing way to pray as a mom. We have so many repetitive tasks that we do every day and how wonderful is it that we can use that time to connect with God. And um, if you haven't listened to the episode, Long Days of Small Things with Catherine McNeil, I'll link to that in the show notes because that is an excellent episode where she talks about praying during those tasks, things that you already do anyways as a mom, using those as moments for prayer. So that's a great option for praying throughout the day. And then also I would say the liturgical cycle. And um, I would love, I think I'm in, what's going to happen is in the next season of the podcast, I'm going to actually do a little series on liturgical living as a family and um, maybe talk to a few different guests about that and what that looks like to incorporate the liturgical year and the different seasons into your life at home and into your life with your kids. And I think that's about it. I hope that this was helpful for you um, and we will be back next week with a regular episode and please keep us uh, myself and my family in your prayers as uh, we transition into a new home and if there's anything that I can pray for you for I'd love to pray for you specifically and you can email me your prayer requests at diapersanddisciples.com contact also I mentioned a few minutes ago that uh, for season two, I was hoping to do a series on liturgical living, and I'm, I'm actually hoping that the new format of the podcast, this will probably be in the fall, will have different series that we'll cover, so maybe a, uh, one about life at home, one for working moms, uh, one for you know, different forms of education for your kids. So I'm really looking forward to that. If there are certain topics that you would really love covered in the show, maybe in a series, you can go ahead and email those to me as well. And that would be really helpful. All right, I think that's it. Let me go ahead and close this in a prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for your divine will, your will in all things, Lord, even when it's not what we imagined or planned. I pray, God, that you would give us the grace today to accept the day that you have for us and that you would give us the grace and the strength to choose to love you today and to love our families today and to choose joy in the mundane, to choose joy even when the day is not what we expected or planned. 
Lord Jesus, we love you and we offer this day to you in your holy name. Amen. You have been listening to Typers and Disciples. For more information about the podcast and for links to everything we've talked about in today's episode, visit diapersanddisciples.com.